Dak plays like Schultz. Kellum in the dumps. A giant boar. One-legged Mahomes. Next on Around the Couch. Welcome back to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by your friends at the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com and become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR like so many of our good friends. Today, we are here to talk about the NFL Divisional Round of the Playoffs. Then we're going to do our picks for the conference championships. We've only got six games to talk about today, and we're going to start with Solo leading the charge. <laughs> Go Solo. Hello, everyone. We want to welcome in Brett. He's back after a vacation of sorts. Yeah. Ando. Ando is here. You've heard Axel Foley. I'm Heath Solo. And uh, we're excited to get back on track. I feel like we haven't podcasted in like three years. Like, I, I just feel like these games are so old. And it's, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's been a few days, but, oh, all right. So let's get into these divisional round games. It wasn't as exciting as, I guess, the wild card round. You know, it's typical of this year. So we're going to go in order here. So the first game we're going to talk about is the good old Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-20. A um, couple of notes I had from the game. Uh, Mahomes and his leg. I don't know how the hell he played. Uh, Kelsey had 14 catches. I mean, he hadn't scored a touchdown in like six weeks, and he caught two the playoff game. Um, there was a bad pass at the end of the game when it was kind of close. Trevor Lawrence, he, he threw off his back foot while being blitzed. It was a bad throw for a pick. It just, he wanted that back. It was just such a rookie second year mistake. And it's like, ah, you know, it's like this game was going kind of like, Ooh, could the Jags pull this off? But it didn't happen. Uh, the Agnew catch and fumble. Uh, I, I still think it wasn't a fumble. I don't think he made that football move, but they said he did. They called it a fumble. Uh, we had a little Chad Henney, Michigan's own Chad Henney, coming in for a 98-yard drive. He only threw for like 25 yards, but, hey, he came in, got the job done, managed it, and that probably saved the game. Um, in essence, uh, Axel's Rutgers Pacheco looked good. You know, it's funny when, I, when Pacheco's running the ball, I'm thinking, remember Clyde Edwards Elair uh, doesn't, you know, doesn't play anymore. He first round pick kind of, you know, and then a little sound bite from Ed Hockley's son, Sean Hockley. He was, the mic was on. He's like, shut up. I think he was yelling yeah. at the players. Everybody shut something. up. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. So, Ando, <laughs> what's, uh, what are some of your thoughts on, Chiefs defeating the Jags and making it to yet a fifth straight AFC championship. You know, the Chiefs, did, once again, they just don't, they seem like they should be the best team in the league, but just seem to keep, I mean, the got to give the Jags credit. The Jags, for the most part, played good. They played like a young team, made a few bad mistakes at inopportune times, but the Chiefs just, once again, I mean, they 
much less not cover the spread. They just let teams stay in the game. And yeah, I got to think eventually it's going to catch up to them. I don't know. I, I wasn't real impressed with the Chiefs in this game. I must. I mean, if if the Jags would have just tried to cover Kelsey, I think that that could have done a lot of damage. But they, they didn't seem to want to. Ca- I don't remember him being that open since forever. So I don't. I don't know. Neither team really impressed me in this game. And I don't know the. Out of all, the, I think the Jags. Out of all the teams that lost this weekend, that's the team I feel the be- the best about going into next season. I mean, they even though they only, I don't know, how can I even say it? They lost, but. I felt good about the Jags coming out of this game. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, I'm still concerned whether they can keep this going. I mean, it's I mean, they're obviously better than the Vikings, but it reminds me a lot of what the Vikings have done where they let teams hang around when they had the opportunities to put them away and I don't know, may, I mean, maybe it's I think somebody, I don't know if it was Simmons or somebody on one of the other pods this week was like, "Well, they just don't as soon as they're ready to put it on, they just put the pedal down and they win when they need to win. And I'm like, yeah, that works a lot of times, but I don't know. I, I still, I came out worried more about the chiefs than I was going into the game. I don't know if that's a good sign for the chiefs. Yeah. Axel, it was a lot of, I don't knows from Ando. What do you yeah. know? <laughs> what do you know, Axel? Well, I know Mahomie is not going to be a hundred percent going into this AFC championship even though I know he was a full participant at practice, I think that was yesterday. It might have been today. I don't know. I listened to a podcast and they said it. Um, I thought the Jags played a great game. And to me, really, it was the Chiefs defense um, that I thought did pretty well. And if you look at the stats, it was such an even game. It's crazy. Like the total yards, passing. You just go down the list until you get to two sacks allowed by the Jags and a fumble lost and an interception. And that was the game really, I think. And like you said, Henny coming in and actually doing the best drive of the game, right? Like that was a really precise. They went right down the field. Pacheco was running great. Um, McKinnon had a couple runs, but you know, I just I'm I'm worried about the Chiefs going into this game against the super hot Joe Cool Bengals. Uh, I thought it was a fun game to watch. I was kind of cheering for the Jags, even though I kind of felt Kansas City was a better team, and I always root for Mahomes. I just love the way that dude plays. Um, even his injury that was like oh, it's crazy that both he and Pollard had like the same exact kind of injury there even though Pollard ended up breaking his leg um yeah I don't know what more to say than I give I agree that the Jags are looking great for next year and will be even better yeah especially in that weak division mm-hmm. uh, we don't know what the you know the Colts quarterback situation is Texans are still rebuilding and the Titans god they're they're in trouble yeah uh without a quarterback so uh, they do have Vrabel, but I don't. I don't know if he's good enough to. I mean, they almost have to rebuild on the fly uh, if they want to compete. Um, Brett, you know, this game to me was a. You know, I of course, you know, a lot of I don't knows. <laughs> I'm about to say, but like the Chiefs not covering, it's amazing against the spread. I think they're six ten and one or something, or now they're six eleven and one. I, I forget what the. The uh, you know with the playoffs it is, but it's ridiculous. And of course, me and Ando just decided to go Chiefs in this one. But um, 
Brett, what, what were your some observations? Were there some former Bulldogs or Falcons in the game you were watching? Or what, what, <laughs> what, 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 was, what was young Brett doing during this game? Uh, eating some macaroni and cheese? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What, what do you got? <laughs> well, I'm lactose intolerant, so unfortunately I can't have uh, macaroni and cheese anymore. <laughs> unless it's like with the fake cheese, which is not bad. You know... I know the Chiefs are terrible against the spread, but they're 15-3 and three on the year, and that's all that matters in the NFL. So, uh, you know, I'm impressed with their way, the way they just find ways to win. I know they're, they're not always, you know, pedal to the metal, but they rarely lose. So I'm certainly not going to count them out against the Bengals coming up here, even if Mahomes is limited. Um, but we'll get to that game later. Um, I, I really was impressed by the Jaguars as well. I think I was, I think I'm the opposite of Andy. I think I was actually impressed by both teams here. Um, the Jaguars, nine and eight on the year, had to win the final game of the regular season just to get into the playoffs. Then they're down by 27 points against the Chargers. They somehow find a way to win that game in the first round. I just assumed that they would be totally out of gas going into this game. So just the fact that they were hanging in there was very impressive. And really, both of those turnovers they had were in the, like the last five or six minutes of the fourth quarter. I mean, they were right, right there on the door, ready to take this game two, two or three times and just couldn't quite do it. So um, obvious favorites going into next year in the, in the AFC South. Um, but really just, it was a good game. Um, a lot closer than I thought it would be, but a lot of these Kansas city games <laughs> tend to be closer than we think. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, before we move on to the Saturday night game, does Ando, you have any stats or does anyone want to chime in any thoughts before the, uh, we uh, put this game to bed? The chiefs are on the year are six, 11 and one against the spread. Six, 11 and one. Otherwise, I don't awesome. have a whole lot of I don't have a whole lot of stats against uh, for for that game. I mean, that's that right. It, really, when you, even when you look at the box score, it's not like a regular season game because there's really nothing that really sticks out at you. I mean, no no runners over a hundred yards, no passers over. I mean, Lawrence had two seventeen, and that was the most amount of yards. I mean, it's just besides Kelsey, there really isn't anything that really stood out. It's just it was just it was it was a well played game for sure, and it just it wasn't. I don't know. I keep saying I don't know. I guess I obviously don't know. Ando <laughs> just doesn't game. know. Yeah. yeah, you just don't know. You know what though? It's about okay. Kelsey and I think um, our pal and friend of the podcast who listens to every episode, Lombardi, uh, was talking about how are they not covering Kelsey? <laughs> um, yeah, and it is true. It's it's how are they not covering him? Because there there were times when they were like with single coverage or they they left him open to blitz. Um, but well, also, just looking at the looking okay. at the stats right here, seventeen out of the thirty-five targets went to Kelsey. That's yeah. almost half of the targets went to him. So, yeah. but it's also a testament to how great he is. I mean, he really is amazing. And when you look at this Chiefs team, I was just looking at this. They're the only team in NFL history. This is the fifth year in a row that they have hosted the AFC Championship. Oh, really? Fifth year in a wow. row. 
That's, That's crazy. crazy. I knew it was five in a row. I didn't realize they hosted yeah. five. New England, uh, even in their 20 years of fucking dominance, I hate those motherfuckers, but they- Hey, hey, also, hey. I'm sorry. They only did it, they did it <laughs> twice in a row, but they did it, well, one, two, they did it two times um, in uh, 12, 13, and in 17 and 18, just before Kansas City. So that's, man, you really, wow. Kansas City's just a team that I kind of feel like the entire NFL and NFL fans, everybody just sleeps on them. Even though every time you talk about them, you're like, Mahomes is great. Reed is great. Kelsey's great. But then it's just like, people are kind of like, oh, Kansas City made it to the <laughs> championship again. Well, you know I've got a question about that, and you guys, oh, the three of you can all answer this question because you live on the East Coast and the West Coast. Are, are Kansas City games ever featured? I mean, they're featured here all the time because KC is like the featured AFC team for my region. So, I, I mean, they're always on national – or not national, but they're always like my main feed on Sundays. No. The Vikings yeah, and the Chiefs are the main – are they ever in, on the East or West Coast in your guys' regions at all? Not usually, no. Not, not 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 that I yeah can here we get now we get the charges and the Rams yeah you're in LA, are featured so. um but you know I, I I forget about that because I have Sunday ticket yeah so it to me it it doesn't um, well I still pay attention but, because of I look for the blackout solo you know so yeah, if you think yeah, about yeah, yeah. if something's blacked out and you want to tape it or want to flip over to and it. I mean we're we're not the I mean we're not the uh, the exact market because i mean we pay attention to all the games but most of the people that are bickering online about stuff only watch the team only watch the games that are on their local cbs or local fox channels so if they're not i mean not the national people obviously all do but like for years when the patriots were dominating i didn't get to see them very much unless they were on monday nights or sunday nights if i didn't have nfl ticket because they Mm. weren't a featured team a lot of the time i wonder if that's part of why the chiefs because i mean how many times you hear flyover country and all that kind of sure. stuff? You don't really. KC is also one of those places you don't really think of. The, a lot of those out of the past five years, how many times have they played in the first round? I mean, they're usually getting a bye, so mm-hmm. you kind of forget about them. And then you, you know, they they win one game, and then they're one win away from the Super Bowl. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah that helps. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like what the Patriots did; they would win their division, get a home divisional game, and beat some okay team and then they're in the afc championship <laughs> yeah you get a buy and then you play the worst team the second round so yeah it's, yeah it's a little so. bit when you think about it like with the amount of teams that are and i don't want to digress too much but i've always thought that was a little i've always felt it's a little weighted maybe a little too much you know when you start looking at all the playoff teams and i don't know i don't know how else you would do it but I guess that's why I kind of think that maybe adding an extra week wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Make a, maybe you have to win two games. Only one team with a bye, you mean? Is, two, is that what you mean by this two-weighted? We already have that. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe they – I don't know what I mean, Brett, but all I mean is that <laughs> I do think maybe you should have to win two games to get to the – you know, like it just seems like – teams like the chiefs or the Patriots for so long. It's like Andy, it's like, or he said, you just well, to beat one team and then you're in. But the, you know, that's the benefit of doing well in the regular season. Cause then if you do that, then 
the regular season doesn't become as yeah. important. Remember when they were talking about how to fix this thing and no one would get a buy or something. And it's like, yeah, well, what's true. the point of the regular season other than getting a home game? So yeah. I guess I'm you just know, a one, Jets it, fan solo. You one, know? one way to, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I one hear way you could take away some of that advantage is to do what they had talked about. And we've talked about is make the championship games, a neutral site. The, the number one seed would still get a first round bye and they would get a, an easier game in the first round, but then they wouldn't get a home game in the championship game. Mm, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think the NFL would love that too, because I do too. Then they could kind yeah, of, I don't, I don't like that. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm. I'll be honest. I like the fact that yeah, that's true. I, I, I don't know I mean, how I feel about that, it. Cause because of fans, like your yep. season ticket holders, the yeah. diehard fans that shovel through snow to get to the games to reward to take that away from, then they would have to travel, and then it becomes like the Super Bowl is nowadays, uh, post Super Bowl thirty. Corporate. It's all businesses, yep. corporate, and it's just it's you know. So, uh, but that that's some good yeah. off season talk. True. If we uh, ever do an off season podcast, we always say we're going oh, to do stuff like Lost, and we never do it. Okay. Let's move to Saturday night. Lost wasn't producing content all year round, though. The NFL pretty much does, so we'll be okay yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we had the greatest team of all time mm. against the greatest coach of all time, mm. both coaches. Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia <laughs> E, I say that tongue in cheek, the Eagles defeat the Giants 38 uh, 7. Right off the bat, I mean, it, this game was no contest. The Eagles were just. Light years better than this Giants team who overachieved. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people saying because it's the coaching, they, they overachieved. But I think we need to, like, slow the roll on Dayball and, and wink Martindale. Uh, yes, they did a good job. But after this game, I mean, I, I, the truth comes out. Um, I was really – I did not agree with Dayball going for it on fourth and eight. I believe they're on the Eagles 40. Uh, I know they're down seven and they want to get points, but fourth and eight with this Giants team, I, I just thought that was a mistake. And I thought the greatest coach of all time made a mistake there. Uh, I love uh, Sirianni uh, yelling at the ref. I know what the F I'm doing. You know, at first I didn't know who the hell he was yelling at, or he was yelling at Cowboys fans, but um, I'm sure he did Daniel, that too. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone a week ago was like, Daniel Jones, give him the contract, Saquon, re-sign him. And they just, you know, Barkley only got the ball nine times because they were so behind. Um, and Daniel Jones, just there was just nowhere for him to go with the ball. And I believe, you know, having lack of receivers, number either a number one or number two, really hurt him in this game. Um, I remember it was nine minutes left in the third quarter, and the Giants are running the ball. They don't seem any... Um, sense of urgency. It, it was just kind of like they were running the clock down for the Eagles. Um, and the chains broke. The chain, chain broke. broke. And then they had one that was all like <laughs> wrangled up and they had to get a new chain. And I thought I'd never seen that happen. It broke. You know, Fleetwood Mac was playing at halftime, I guess. They, I told so, you never break the chain. <laughs> never break the chain. Uh, so, Axel. Oh. Um, I'm going to you for this one I'm ready. because I was originally going to go with Brett, but he just kind of spoke about, so I want to change it up. So I give you the worst game of the, of the, of the weekend. <laughs> um, 
you know. I'm glad you uh, gave me this game solo. You know, I, I knew I could feel it in my bones that you really want to talk first about this game. So, uh, you know, it hurts so good. Mm. Come on, baby. Make it hurt so good. Yep. Go for it. John Cougar Mellencamp. Later, John Mellencamp. Later, John Cougar. Uh, <laughs> and then when he first started out, he was Johnny Cougar. Johnny Cougar. Just like his first album. So, Johnny Cougar yeah, there's a lot and, of uh, drumettes. Um, this is what I have to say about this game. I hate to say it, and I know that you do like to poke a little fun at them as a Cowboys fan, and because people have been picking the Eagles to win the Super Bowl from since like July or something, you know. But this team is fucking really good, and I wish they weren't because they're just—I don't know—I just haven't. They just don't inspire me. I don't know why. Like, I kind of have gotten a bit more into Hurts. And, man, watching this game, like, who the fuck is Kenneth Gainwell? And this guy is, like, tearing the field up. And their defense is ferocious. The defense, I I actually find the defense more fun to watch. Um, and And I had been a Philly fan back in the day. I mean, I grew up in Jersey, of course. And Randall Cunningham and the Eagles were always kind of like, I always wanted them to beat the Giants and they had green and the Jets were green. So I felt a kinship. Um, but I guess I might have to get behind this team because the only thing I have to say for this game is they're just a much better team than the Giants. The Giants were lucky they made it this far. I don't think they need to blow up this team. They're probably not going to sign Barkley, which is fine because they could get uh, probably other players that could do what he does. And I don't, I, I, that's what I hear. Am I right about that? Right. Isn't he a free agent? Yeah. 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 They, they either have to someone, you know, and, and then look at, I mean, you know, the precedent was set with, I remember Sean Alexander way back in the day, got a big deal and then he fizzled out and it's happened with running back and look at Zeke Elliott. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it's just Peterson. The same thing. All those running backs. They yeah, they, they hit a wall all of a sudden, and all of a sudden they drop off. He has had a great resurgence this season, right? But are you really going to? But, pay can you, but him? do you want to give him a yes, shitload of money? Exactly. That's you know, what, moving yeah. forward, when mm-hmm. you know. So I think you're right with with the chatter going on. Um, and one thing I want to say, Axel. So you know, I've been I, I you know I've been calling the Eagles the greatest team of all time. They haven't played anyone. They finally play the Cowboys. They lose to them. They haven't, but there's not many good NFC teams anyway. Yeah. And they're going to play probably the next best team is the Niners with a seventh round quarterback. But I will say this. I've, I've been, yes, they've had the easiest effing schedule. They got the one seed, but the team is deep. They do have a really good team. Um, you know, it was easy to be like, well, they haven't played anyone. But the way they dismantled the Giants, like it almost felt like they were just going through the motions and still yep. killing them. And so, like this Eagles team, I mean, in today's NFL, when you have basically like six or seven good teams and the rest stink, they're they're up there. And Howie Roseman has put together a great team. They're deep. They led the league in sacks. I think they've had like four or five players with ten plus sacks. I mean. Granted, they haven't played anyone, but they're still they're still good. So you you, you, you know you can't fault them for their schedule. Um, so, 
I mean, you know, going into this Niners game, we'll talk about it later, but you know, they're the favorite for a reason. I mean, they just, they've been consistent all year. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I'm, I was very impressed and, um, I think that the Eagles looked fan, even though, and Hertz didn't really even pass for that much. What do you have? A hundred and something yards passing. Um, yeah, one fifty four. So you know, I mean, I think at this point in time, this is going to be a great game. Eagles versus Forty Niners. It's going to yeah. be a really good game. I didn't want to get back to Saquon Barkley. I didn't want to say real quick because I was looking at his stats as you were chatting, Heath. This is mm-hmm. his best year since his rookie year. He had 1,300 yards rushing. Uh, his average is down for about 4.4, 10 touchdowns, 57 receptions, 338 yards. But I still think, at, I mean, I really think, I don't actually, I don't is know. What special? do you think? Should they sign him again? I'm, I don't know about their cap and all that, but he's. I, I think they got a lot of cap space. He wants to be. The it really depends. Running back, you know. I mean, yeah, it really he, depends he wants, what he wants. Yeah, if he wants that kind of, if he even wants like top five, I wouldn't do it. Not with his. Well, who's going to sign him though? You know. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if they can get a reduced thing, yeah, that's one thing. But man, he's got I so many injury problems. Him. Yeah. Yeah. You think so, Brett? Not I. I mean, if it were up to me, I probably would not sign him. Yeah, the just Giants are I, very loyal, though. You know, as an organization, I would. I would almost. Uh, there's there are very few running backs that I would sign to to a second deal. I just feel like unless they're really special, you know, like an Adrian Peterson or Marshawn Lynch, someone like that that doesn't seem to age, I would go ahead and just draft somebody in the third or fourth round, and you're going to get you're going to get decent production. I mean, if they were a solid college running back, probably for at least a few years, maybe not the the same level, but maybe the same level. I just, I mean, <clears throat> I just feel like running backs kind of drop off a cliff so fast wow. that uh, I don't think I'd pay them. They could just get it, Kenneth it, Gainwell. They could. <laughs> it's the injury factor because Barkley is coming out in his rookie year. He was one of those freaks where, Okay, he's a he has the potential to be above and beyond. I mean, he just had the skill set, but because of the injuries, is the concern. Totally. Had he been healthy this whole time and putting up those numbers, you almost would have to sign him. Uh, but you know, the injury factor is what it comes down to, and you got to figure it out. Um, Ando, what are some of your thoughts on uh, the greatest team and greatest coaches of all time? Well, the greatest coaches, I think, I don't think they're taking enough heat. So somebody on one of the pods I listened to mentioned it briefly about why in the hell did the Giants defer? Now, I completely agree with this because they deferred to the second half. The team that the Giants tied with a few weeks ago, the Commanders, were one of the teams that beat the Eagles, and they beat the Eagles with far, far, Far inferior players, but they did ball control. They took the lead and they just had nine minute drives. The Giants didn't, that's what the Giants should have done. Why not? Why do you not take the, just the fact that you didn't take the ball first and try and take control with a eight or nine minute drive to start the game? I, I just, that right there is just blows my mind. It's like, what? That seems like coaching one on one to me. You would see how that team that seems to be unbeatable is beaten and then you copy that. I mean, the NFL is always yeah. a copycat league, it always has been. The other thing that, I mean, 
Yes. The granted, I by the second quarter of this game, like I mentioned last week, I was in the middle of my Christmas party during this game. So, and what once it got to be like twenty-one to nothing, I started paying a lot less attention to this game. But I think too, the Eagles look good because the Giants are really not that good. I mean, they're not take. I'm still hearing people on on shows talking about how bad the Vikings are because all they had was one win, one win or one score wins. The Giants, I brought this up before before they played the Vikings. They have 10 wins, including the Vikings' playoff win. Nine of those are by one score. I mean, they were l- just as lucky as the Vikings were to win games. The Giants are not a good team, and they, they, they got into the playoffs, and nobody's saying that. I mean, yeah, I mean, at least they finally pumped the brakes on the Daniel Jones as the next Patrick Mahomes, like some yeah. of the New York talk shows were saying. But I don't I, – I still don't think we know for sure – what the we're not going to find out how good the Eagles are until this week. I mean, I think this is the week we finally find out, but the giants are not very good. And they, I mean, the Eagles beat them by 20 some point. The only, yeah, they, uh, it's, I just, I think Ando Ando's flustered this week. And I am flustered this week. I, I have a lot more to say about the Sunday games. Cause I was able to watch a lot more of them, but the, this, I, I, the Eagles, I'm, they're an enigma because we still haven't seen, and I am convinced the giants are not good. The Vikings were not a good team either. And well, I think like your, you, oh, go ahead, continue. Sorry, Somebody else, cut me off because point, I, I need to stop ranting. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I was just looking at everybody's uh, favorite stat: the the point differential yes. on the season. New York Giants were minus six with Thank the you, Brett. Nine, seven and one. So it's hard to argue that they're anything other than very mediocre. But I think that the, I do want to say. Well, I was saying, I don't think they should blow this team up. They need to build this team up. And I think that they can be good. I think that the, what's his name? What's the coach's name again? Dayball. 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 Um, and Wink Martindale. I think he, Wink Martindale. I think he did a damn good job. That's why I think they're lucky that they got this far. But they lost, well, they were the biggest loser this weekend because they were the worst team that was left. I don't think that's really disputable, you know? But yeah, I they, think, I think he did make chicken. Here. So I mean, he made it a chicken salad, a chicken yeah, shit. There's no question exactly. about it. I, he's so not a bad coach. Him. I just, I, I, there were certain things about this game that just like, why are the Giants getting so much credit for this stuff? They're not yeah. any better. I, I mean, I agree, yeah. Andy. I think that's a big thing in the NFL. And I say it a lot when the Jets lose. They lost to a better team. The other mm-hmm. team was better. <laughs> like that's I just I just hate how they talk about coach of the year when you have a shitty team like the Lions or the Giants, and then the coach mm-hmm. new coach comes in and they improve them. Good well, point. what about the freaking coaches who have great teams? Because there's plenty of bad coaches who underachieve. Chargers, all you know, yeah. It's like what? what why Bills. don't you know? Bills, I mean, how does Sean McDermott not the coach of the year after what that team had to go through in the regular season with DeMar Hamlin and all the things, the shooting and different things, how, and for them to still win the division? How, Josh Allen was hurt most of the year. How does he not get day ball stuff? You know, I mean, we call him weak <laughs> McDermott, and he would get, you know, it's just it just kills me that or, it's just it's a joke. It's a or, freaking uh, joke. I mean, revert if if the Lions and Dan Campbell played in New York and Dayball and the Giants played in Detroit. Who do you think the coach of the year front runner would be? Well, that's another great point. Yeah, it's the market. And yeah, it's New York. Fucking yep. New, I hate that. Oh wait, that's me. New York. 
It's okay, actually. You're a Jets fan, so you're okay. Concrete jungle where Ando says, I don't know. All right. Let's move on to Sunday, guys. What do do you say? Let's do it. So, Joe Cool and the Bengals defeat the Bills. Sorry, Callum. 27 to 10. Uh, You know, it was about four weeks ago, five weeks. I was like, here come the Bengals. But I had faith in the whole Bills thing. And, um, you know... I realized this year I picked, I picked teams that I knew like someone I knew really likes them and I kind of want them to win for them. And I kind of like, I should have just, I should have known the Bengals are going to win, but I just really thought, I thought the bills were better than they were. And then when you start like looking at it, I mean, their bills, the bills defense just wasn't very good. Uh, It was domination by the Bengals. Uh, I mean, you know, digs four receptions, like 36 yards. When you look at it, the bills really don't have the offensive weapons. They kind of mirror the Cowboys where they have that one receiver, uh, you know, the running game is a bunch of guys that aren't, you know, that show Singletary and, you know, cook and different, you know, but they're not dominant. And then after digs, I mean, you got Knox is a good tight end, but like, you know, Gabriel Davis is a no-show some nights. You got they had to sign Cole Beasley, who was cut by the Buccaneers this year. I mean, it was just like I know he played for them before. It just, you know, I realized, and it's like, how did we not see this? Maybe because Josh Allen can carry this team. Uh, but it's just like they don't have like the weapons like the Eagles have or the Niners have. So Maybe they were a little bit of fool's gold and, you know, it's, you know, and we really don't know with this Josh Allen injury, like how, I mean, cause he seemed to throw and play better, but I don't know, Brett, let, let's solve this. I mean, I know we're not going to get Steve's on and McConaughey to do fool's gold on us, but Ooh, talk about that. Deep cut. So it wasn't Kate, wasn't Kate Hudson in that movie too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. They were all really tan. And Rain Wilson might have been Didn't made Breck Eisner anyway. Breck that? Is that Breck Eisner? Uh, I think you might be right. <laughs> or uh, or Tyler Sheridan Axel. Oh wait, top two. Uh, anyway, Brett, here's your chance to shine. What do you? Th- what are some of your? Uh, I just I just feel bad for Callum because uh, he's going to have to put his hoodie back in his garment bag for the rest of the year. Um. <laughs> That was a that was a tough game for Buffalo. Josh Allen, twenty five for forty two, two sixty five yards. That's a lot of pass attempts to only have two sixty five. Mm. He just doesn't. Yeah, he he just hasn't looked right for most of the year. Um, kind of like Kansas City, they've just kind of looked vulner more vulnerable than I would expect. Uh, at least the second half of the year, I think they looked re- really strong the first half of the year. They did beat Kansas City on the road. Um, but as far as this game, it was just total dominance. I, I'm very happy that, uh, I mean, I can go into the offseason happy that at least I saw one snow playoff game. I know, right? That was so awesome. <laughs> this yeah. was a real snow game. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and that, that, was, that part was awesome. But as far as the, you know, the score – it wasn't that awesome. It was just uh, domination. Domination, instant breakfast. Um, do you want to know what I think? AI. 
Yeah, you know, I kind of do, Axel. I actually kind of do. I think that I thought this game was closer because it was snowing, and that made me like it so much more. <laughs> right? Seriously. <laughs> I was like, I love this game. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, the Bengals, the, they've been dominating this whole game. And, I was just, yeah. And I think it Sorry. was. it's also because, like you were saying, for some reason, and I think that reason is Josh Allen, my impression of the bills in general is greater than they actually are. And I think that that's the truth because like you say, they don't have a million weapons on offense. They're not that rugged of a team, even though they play outdoors in Buffalo, right? Everyone this week has been calling them. They're built like a, a dome team, right? Right. So I think in the end they need to bulk up. They need to get more weapons. They need to not put so much pressure on Josh Allen, who has not been right since the Jets game when uh, my man hit his elbow. Quinn Williams hit his yeah, elbow. Yeah, no, he hasn't been the same. So I think you put it all in. He's he's a Josh. You can call him Josh Stallion. Stallion. <laughs> That's just Stallion. Like. You can call him Josh Alien. But anything you call him, he's their team. You know, I mean, they, they might as well put him in on defense at, at linebacker or something. Well, and also the injuries they've had in the secondary, Von Miller going down really yes. hurt. Thank you. Great point, Solo. Great point. I mean, it's been so long yep. since Von Miller got hurt, but let's let's not. But even if they had him, the have they won this game if Von Miller was playing? Well, I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't either. No, but I'm just. They wouldn't saying, have scored ten more points. They wouldn't have scored more than ten points. Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, Von Miller of Super Bowl Fifty, maybe, True. but not. You know, Von Miller's still good now, but he's you know, Von Miller doesn't not do walking it alone. through that door solo. No, he's not. <laughs> he's podcasting at home, and uh, but he's not walking through that door. Uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's you know, it's funny because you know we'll talk about the Cowboys game soon, but it's just like. You need weapons. Yeah. I mean, and it helps. I mean, Jalen Hurts wasn't that good last year. Get him AJ Brown. You start running the ball more. Dallas Goddard is, you know, all of a sudden, hey, they got something going. Mm, you know, he, speaking he, of he, that, on the other hand, yeah, let's give credit five fingers where credit is due to Joe Cool and well, the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals, who the he's the real deal, up, fellas, offense showed up. And they got a ton of weapons from P. Ryan to Mixon, Chase, <laughs> my man Hurst, who looks like he could be my cousin. Uh, Higgins, Boyd. Boyd. Yeah. I mean, come yeah, on. And, well, and also that Cincinnati defense. defense yep. I mean, can you name more than two players on that defense? They have stepped it up. Boomer Esiason and uh, I can't know. I know, only know Boomer Esiason. Stanford Jennings. Oh, sorry. That was like. <laughs> Old, old, old kick return reference, but we still didn't name. We still just named offensive players. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the easy. I mean, part. you got Sam Hubbard. You got what else? You got DJ Reader. You got any Bulldogs? I sounds I can't remember hardly <laughs> any defensive players for Cincinnati ever. Seriously, my Eli boy Awuzie, former Cowboy, he's been hurt. Oh, Eli Apple. I mean, Mike Hilton. A point exactly. You know. Yeah, I think you got you're you're all definitely right with Brett, the Josh Allen. Brett, Brett decided just to like he's like I'm out. I'm not mentioning <laughs> any players on this team. <laughs> the uh, 
I mean, Josh, a lot of in a lot of ways, the Bills team is set up a lot like the Chiefs. I think if Mahomes had an off season, the Chiefs are going to go down too, because you got Diggs and you got Kelsey, you got a couple just superstars, and then it's kind of feel, Mahomes is still better than Allen. I mean, Allen led the league in turnovers this year. Allen is yeah. just something's not. Wow. If he's a lot not of red injured, zone picks. I mean, yeah. if he's not injured, I, I'd be worried if I was the Bills. But I don't. I mean, I'm guessing he's been injured and nursing something, but. He just when he doesn't go, they're just not not the same team. So I don't. I mean, yeah, and the oh, Bengals yeah. just Bengals were awesome. The Bengals have so many weapons, and so they just they're they're playing like I don't know. They're they're dangerous. I I cannot wait to see what they do against the Chiefs again. Hey, can I ask everybody a question? Let's go. Let's go around the couch. Whoa, whoa! And, oh, hold on, I'm sitting back down. And back. let's because this has been another subject that I've been hearing. We've probably all hearing. Who does Joe Burrow remind you of? What great quarterback does Joe Burrow remind you of? I don't really know. He reminds me of Joe Burrow, but I don't have an answer. Uh, Solo, you got an answer? Yeah, I got an answer. Um, you know, I've heard Peyton Manning reference, but he doesn't throw. He he reminds me of Joe Montana. I mean, mm. I'm not going to say he's going to be as good as Montana for rings, and the team he had and the defense, I mean, those, those are amazing 49ers teams. He honestly reminds me of Montana a lot. Montana, maybe a little stawback without the scrambling, but those two guys he, he reminds me of. He's got the same name. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he – Wow, Brett's just bringing it today. <laughs> he plays a little bit like Tom Brady did too when he was younger, I think. Mm. That's one I yeah. really agree. Tom Brady, he knows he knows how to step up into the pocket and and he 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 makes the clutch plays. He reads the defenses. Yeah, he adjusts smart. to what the defense gives him. He's yeah, he's just smart. He's got that clutch, that clutch it factor thing that Brady has that you it's the, the intangibles. Okay, you just described Joe Montana as well. Well, um, yeah, Montana's not a wrong answer either here. Oh, it's I, yeah, I've no, seen no, no, a lot great more. Great I don't know if Burrow's strong, his arm is strong as Brady's became. True, but but you know. Um, but no, you're, you're, you're in that basically what we just said, he's reminding us of Montana <laughs> and Brady ever play. Yeah. So how about Brett? What do you think, Brett? Jake from, uh, I mean, I agree. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not crazy about the whole player comparison. Okay. I like that attitude. But, oh my God, Brett. Like Jesus. <laughs> Brett, Brett's done. Brett's done for the year. He's, he's like, I'm out. I'm uh, out. Put in say, there's no comparison to JB nine. That's right. But if I he just, retires today, he's in the hall of fame. Yeah, definitely. Most <laughs> definitely. Um, I just do want to give props to the Bengals because I think I, I think similarly, i never took the chiefs for granted. I think I've been saying, I think the chiefs are just going to be there, but I kind of had the Bengals down farther and man, you know what? Another year, two in a row, they are getting better when they have to, right? And at the best time that they possibly could. They're not peaking in the middle of the season. They're peaking now. And coming off this game, going into next week against the hobbled um, homie, man, they look good. They look good to make the Super Bowl again. Well, I mean, if you remember early in the season, the first, I don't know, half a dozen podcasts we did, three or four podcasts we did, 
we t- every time we talked about the Bengals, we were all like, they won, but it was ugly, and they d- yeah. they didn't look yeah. very good, or they lost close games to teams they shouldn't have lost to, and we were all like, Who are they done? Right? And now they're... Well, they were giving up a shitload of sacks. They, they could have yeah. protected Burrow in the beginning of the year. Yep. You know? Well, it was just last week that they could have lost, if not for one of the flukiest uh, fumble recovery. That is <laughs> true, Brett. That's true. Touchdown. There's, look so, at that, Brett. That, Good point. Brett was baby. waiting all year to say that. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I like that, Brett. <laughs> BTK. All right. Well, all right. So let's. <laughs> You guys want to talk? Uh, I, I guess know, we have I've been to talk avoiding it solo. Game. I've been trying to keep you, this one yeah. going. <laughs> this this one's up to you, solo. When you're ready, yeah. You no, let's come let's, back later. Let's dive in. Okay. Um, hey, can I start? I'll this? be honest. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'll be honest. No, no. Go say your say your piece. I what just want to I want to say this solo because just to make you feel better. Okay, I want to start off with some positivity here. Okay, and this is what I have to say, Cowboys could have won this game and i know that makes you sad <laughs> you're trying to make me happy and positive but yet you say they could have won this game but pollard man i think it all comes down to pollard i really do. well all right well knocked him out yeah and you so, know what before, before you start oh my solo, god jesus <laughs> no i can tell you one more th- just like i did with myself and with axel i have what you said in the preseason. Do you want me to say that first or do you want me to wait till the end? Just go, no, go, go for it. Say okay. your piece. This is what, this is what you had hoped. You said Cowboys finished 10 and seven with a wild card. Expect Mike McCarthy to get fired and Sean Payton get hired NFC championship or else. And you said that not having Amari Cooper scared the shit out of you. Yep. Do you right. say, I think you were nice. pretty damn accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Ando, that was a good pull by you. I I, I take back the whatever the heck I said. Um, well, I, I've oh, been that, hanging on to those notes for like three weeks because you kept winning. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I'll never have to use these. No, that's great. Um, yeah, no. So the, the Niners beat the Cowboys 19 to 12. Uh, Cowboys, once again, can't get out of the divisional round. Uh, they stack they, uh, two in, uh, red zone interceptions. Uh, it was the storybook of the year. Uh, Pollard breaks his leg. Uh, the whole Brett Mar har har thing, and uh, you know, I, it just it just the it just the luck didn't go their way. But also, you know, it feels like last year's loss to the Niners in the playoffs. Um, I, to be honest, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I kind of saw this coming. And I wanted to change my pick, but Axel wouldn't let me last week. Um, oh, but I also fault. thought they might. Have, yeah, it was all your fault. But I, I also didn't have faith they were going to beat the Buccaneers, and you know. But I just this team, unfortunately, like it's like Dak forgot how to play um, quarterback. I mean, he, he's. He, I mean, I don't know if it's his thumb or what. I mean, he's hooked up with CD Lamb. They their chemistry. I've seen their relationship really go because last year they would call, he would call audibles and they weren't on the same page much different this year. Um, unfortunately, uh, the Pollard injury really hurt and Zeke as much as there was like three or four games where he showed that galloping. He looked like the Zeke of old. He, he was awful. He couldn't run. He's great on short yardage to get a first down, but once Pollard was out, I knew we were in trouble, but the end of the first half 
where the Cowboys could have got points. Dak throws a pick and the Niners get the field goal. It, it just, it, it, it just, they, I, I'm mad at Jerry. I mean, I don't know. It was Cause they really thought they could go in this season with CD lamb as a number one and an injured Gallup, James Washington, who played like one series the whole year. Cause he got hurt. They have no weapons at receiver and Dak isn't one to be able to elevate the people around him. He needs good to great players around him for him. You know, his bet, he played his best when the running game was working and for them to think Pollard and Zeke, I liked the tandem this year. They did play well most of the year, but you know, this is the reason why Pollard can't get the ball 20 to 25. I know broken leg is a weird, you know, whatever, but he doesn't have that durability. Um, and he got hurt last year as well. It's just, it just frustrates me that they don't, they've been drafting well and they've done, you know, better with the draft and putting teams together. But they still, they think they have a better team than they have and they don't see what's right in front of them that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback and something's going on with him. I mean, he, he just, at the end of the year, he just couldn't play quarterback anymore. And he's thrown these stupid interceptions. And, and, and so it's just, and the defense came to play. My God, the defense, Philly watched the tape because the defense came to play and they, if it wasn't for that Kittle bobble, mm-hmm. it was really, they shut down McCaffrey. They shut down Debo, which I was afraid of. But when your offense can't score and, and, and your defense can't play with a lead, you get those, you got that one long drive the Niners had. And then, you know, they, they gave up the score. Diggs, oh my God, that interception was much closer than I thought it was. Yeah. You know, a was, pick there changed the momentum. I mean, there's, there's those typical, Stephen A. Smith, an accident waiting to happen things that happen all the time with this freaking team. And, you know, as I'm, I'm kind of getting to my year in review, um, you can, they're not going to fire McCarthy because of 12, two 12 win seasons. Now, Dan Quinn is coming back. He did not take the head coaching jobs at Denver, you know, Carolina went to Reich and we'll talk about that, but which is good, but Kellen Morris, he needs to go. Um, they need to get this roster better, but it's just the coaching through the years. I mean, since Parcells, you've had Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett, and Mike McCarthy, and Sean Payton's right there. Jerry has talked about, I want Sean Payton. He was an assistant with Parcells, loved him. He took the Saints job because Parcells was still the coach. Loves him, loves him, loves him. And I don't know if Sean Payton's going to take a job this year. I mean, would you take any of those jobs? He's either waiting for the Cowboys or the Chargers, but, you know, how can you have the Dallas Cowboys who and not have a fucking great coach and have these old white dudes who suck? I, I don't know. And so it's just typical. And, you know, my wife was just like, why, why don't you have more positive energy? It's been a good year. I go, honey, they're going to lose this game because I know this freaking team. And sure enough, that's why I, I mean, I sound like I'm upset, but I wasn't like completely upset because I knew I've seen this story before. So I, I knew what to expect and, th- you know, and I've been busy and I have other things on my mind, but I'm just like this team just, you know, they, you know, 
they just well, just in the text they could have won this game. Just in the text you sent during the game, you seemed like you were pretty damn resigned to what was yeah. going to happen. Yeah, yeah I, I knew this was going. I couldn't get excited because, you know, it's like if the Cowboys are up fourteen ten, right, and I'm getting upset at home. My, my wife's like, they're winning. I go, honey, you're not understanding the game. What's transpiring? Momentum. What's happening? I know that, you know, and I, I can see it. I mean, I played football and I've watched this Cowboy team since I was five years old. I, I know football. I can just and imagine this, this happening. I'm just seeing it. <laughs> She's like, try to be I mean, positive, support you. You're like, no, it's terrible. This is how I am too. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just, this is the team. And I, you know, last year, like I said, after the Patriots win and over time, I thought this was a different team. And then they go south at the end of the year and lose to the Niners. These bad games against Tennessee and the Texans and the Packers and the Jags collapses. It just, it's just like, I no, mean, but that- what are you going to do? They have Dak for two more years, um, which thank God it's only two more years. Who knows? But it's not like quarterbacks grow on trees. But like, if you're like, okay, this is the NFL. There's like three elite quarterbacks and the rest. Then there's 15 that are good and then mediocre to awful. Well, how do you get when Cooper Rush went down and they went four and one? I'm not saying Dak is much better than Cooper Rush, but they had a better game plan, all control and not and protecting the ball. And they stopped that. I got to agree. You with need you better so players for Dak. Yeah. I, I, you need I, better players. I've never felt. I, I I I agree with everything that you have to say, but also got to give credit to the San Francisco 49ers. That's a great fucking team. Yeah, you know what? And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. They are. And the Cowboys, the thing is, I thought the Cowboys, there was a chance they could get a little blown out and then make it close at the end with all the throwing and prevent defense. The Niners are a damn good team, and that, this was a team I was afraid to play. And even if they had beaten them, I don't think they could beat the Eagles without Pollard. I really don't. Uh, so I was, you know, I, I was hoping to get to the NFC Championship, but to lose to the Eagles in the NFC Championship probably would have killed me. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad I don't have to go through that because <laughs> I don't think they could have beat the Eagles this time around without Pollard. I really don't. Even though Dak has played so well against the Eagles for some reason, he's dominated them through the years. Um, but the Niners are a great team and George Kittle. I mean, they, eventually those superstars were going to step up. That's what happens. Eventually, like Diggs didn't do it for Buffalo. Um, but the Kittles of the world, the McCaffrey's, they did just enough. Mm-hmm. And Dak, you just lost to a seventh rounder, Mr. Irrelevant, you know, and I like Dak. He's a good guy, but he's not, he's not an elite quarterback. He's just not. By the, the way, the thing that really stuck out to me about this game, especially this game, and I mean, I'm looking for it just because of the history I have watching McCarthy at Green Bay. I've said that many times this year. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. They they made a lot of plays that I chalk up to coaching, coaching bad coaching, like the two plays with Dalton Schultz, the one where he doesn't get his foot down, or the one where he runs backwards out of bounds so the clock keeps running, or all the extra time run off the clock at the end there when when they're setting up for the field goal or the punt, well, I can't remember which one it was where they it was going like, to be the punt before the yeah. two point, yeah. like yes. 30 I, I, I think they didn't know what off. they were going to, 
they yeah. they lost like 20 seconds because they, yeah i mean they didn't have, there was you need to anticipate what or, you're or do. after Pollard gets hurt, and then you keep running Pollard plays with Zeke, who is yeah. not Pollard. That's the coach. That's the thing that oh, the God, 49ers Andrew, are I'm a better team. That up. But Dallas should have won this game. I mean, they had many, many chances to. It was, I mean, yeah, Dak didn't play great, but it was. I to me, I don't understand why everybody's putting it on Dak as a. I mean, granted, he's the quarterback and he gets paid, so that's why. I mean. I, so I get why you get Kirk Cousins right, the same right. kind of heat. I mean, in a lot of ways, Dak and Kirk Cousins are twin brothers from different mothers. I mean, they're both serviceable quarterbacks, but if they don't have talent around them, they're not going to win in a big game because they're not the top top level quarterbacks. It, I mean, it hurts me watching it because it's just, it's a lot of the same things I see here. The, the coaching here has been good this year, but the same thing where if Cousins doesn't have Jefferson or Delvin Cook there. He's he does those same kind of things, but it's the coaching to this. I, to me, the coaching is what really lost this game for me. Even though I do think San Fran is a better team, but Dallas had their chances and should have won this game. I think. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 what bugs me is through the years the Cowboys have lost games like this because, and a lot of it is coaching. And they Jerry Jones just will not ever since ever since I mean after Jimmy Switzer, Chan Gailey, Dave Campo, I mean. It, it just is it just because you know, is it because Jimmy Johnson like fought him a little bit and he just wants guys he can walk all over? I mean, yeah, well, why, why is, is that? Well, the thing is with Jimmy was two things. One, they really got into a spat over this Thomas Everett trade was a Pro Bowl safety that they traded with Pittsburgh and yep. Jerry wanted credit and Jimmy was actually the one who said go get him and but they Jerry thought he could win the Cowboys could win without Jimmy. The players also were getting a little tired of Jimmy because he pushed and was a hard worker and they were doing, you know, more drugs. And I mean, it was just a different time. And then when Switzer came, Switzer, there was no discipline. And Aikman was pissed because Irvin and the boys would go to the White House and do their thing. And then they would come to practice hungover. And it was just a mess. And they still won a Super Bowl the, the following year with that. But then it was just like, I mean, the thing was, Jerry just wanted he wanted the control and he wanted a yes man. And he always regrets, even though Chan Gailey won, got two division win titles. They lost in the, they lost to the Cardinals and the Vikings in consecutive years. He regrets firing Chan Gailey. Um, and so that's why he kept Garrett for so long. And that uh, was one of the, in, in the eight and eight seasons with Garrett and all the bullshit with Garrett. That <laughs> it just, you know, when he brought in Parcells, he had to, because after Campbell, the Cowboys were irrelevant. They were three years of cap hell, and they were awful. And he brought in Parcells, and Parcells taught Jerry a lot. But then he fucked up when he did. Parcells did not want Terrell Owens on this team. Jerry wanted to get your popcorn ready and go get a big splash yeah. and T.O., and that's why Parcells was like, I'm done. And they, did, they had a couple good years with Wade, but, you know, Tony Romo, the, the, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and thus the history of the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. And, and, hey. I, and I avoided going back to high school. Um, may, may I, well, we can, we still have time in the podcast solo. Um, may I say that I was texting with Mr. Solo and I looked up what does anyone know what Dak's real name is? Dakota. Yeah. Dakota rain. Isn't that interesting? 
R A Y N E Y N E. Yeah. Dakota rain. I never knew. And people, and because of Zeke Elliott, you get the idiots on ESPN still call, call him Zach. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so I'm sorry that your team lost, but you can always say that they did lose. I think to a superior team, even though they did have chances to win this game, they definitely did. I, I kind I do think that this is a case where the Niners are just a great team, man. And even though you, yeah, like you it, said they were able, like McCaffrey was kind of shut down, but then when they needed him, he was there. Yeah. I mean, the Dallas defense was great, but you can only defense can only do so much if the offense is giving the ball away um, and not scoring. And, and, and the Niners have better coaches, Brett. Yeah. I, my takeaway from this game is why, why couldn't uh, Jerry fire Mike McCarthy? I mean, I feel like he's committed several fireable offenses over the course of the year, <laughs> despite going 12 and five. So I don't know. Just uh, the good old boys, never meaning no harm. The, the, the fact that you said he regrets firing Jan Gailey, I don't think I w- could have ever predicted hearing that. Um, so yeah. I, if it were me, if I were in charge, Mike McCarthy would not be my coach and I would. I would have to question whether Dak Prescott is the guy I'm moving forward with as well. If you bring in Sean Payton, go get Sean Payton. Is he is he going to want to keep Dak Prescott or is well going to try to get somebody else in? I think if Sean could, would come in, I think he would. Dak's got two years left on his deal. Let's try to win with Dak. Let's draft someone, groom them, and then I I, I almost feel that you realize. Ever since Troy Aikman, the Cowboys have not had a first-round quarterback picked. They've, ne- you know, wow. they've never picked one. Romo was an undrafted free agent, so that's why, like, people want to bash Romo. Dude was undrafted, and if Quincy Carter wasn't putting nose candy up his nose, they wouldn't have cut him, and Romo might have gotten cut. But they, and then Dak was a f- the second fourth-round pick they had. That's what I was going to say. I and all he was the- a fourth-rounder, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they haven't had that first round. They almost need that two and 15 year. But if you have that, you know, is you going to lose a Micah Parsons a Trayvon Diggs? You know, the team is still young. They, they, they're relatively young and, you know, rookies, you know, Deron Bland, Tyler Smith, Sam Willie. I mean, they got a lot of great young players. And so uh, that's a good point, Brett would, I think Sean would, would be good. I think Kellen Moore needs to go. If you're not going to get rid of McCarthy, you need, you need. I, I'm done with Kellen Moore. Uh, Kellen Moore just—I don't know. He plays Madden. He, he doesn't. Call, he. You know what? Lombardi bring this up, and this will be my last thing, guys. Lombardi. It was just a great point. I forgot. He said Kellen Moore calls plays. He doesn't strategize. Yep. He's just got the Cheesecake Factory menu, and he's calling plays. Mm-hmm. He's not strategizing. And then, Ando, when you brought up, he was still running the same plays like if Pollard in, was in there with Zeke. Mm-hmm. He didn't, yep. you know, and that's the problem, guys. They need Ando yeah, in That's there. the problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I have a problem with Jerry. Can, can Jerry? Well, 
he's old. Yeah, these unfortunately. Seriously, I love the NFL, but all these owners are fucking annoying and they should all just die already. Bring in some like new people or people who actually know something about football. They're just billionaires. They know about money. And then they're always like, we know yeah. about management. And then, and then you fire everybody every fucking year, motherfucker. You don't know anything. Well, Sorry. Jerry, Woody unfortunately, Johnson, directed at you. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fifty fifty with Jerry. I love that he he cares about he cares about this team so much, but he gets in his own way. And how do you not God man get the right coaches? Because this league, you talk about one score games. This league, if you have the superior coach, there's a good chance you're going to win the game because a lot of these teams are even. Or if you have a you know slightly better team, and it's like, do you see the last twenty years? Uh, once you started drafting better, your coaching has been awful. It hasn't been good. You're not hiring the right guys. I mean, there's not there's not like there's tons of amazing coaches out there, but you have a Sean Payton, who granted underachieved after he won the Super Bowl with Breeze and those Saints teams, never got back to the Super Bowl. But come on. He can at least give you some, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> All right. So, so Solo, I got I have one question for you before we move off the Cowboys. Okay. Thank you for letting me speak. Say say you get at the where the Cowboys are drafting, and he's, you can have a good quarterback, a top running, but like a big power running back, or a that can control the game or a, a, a solid number two wide receiver. Cause I, th- I really think that's also what's lacking because Dak's oh, the, the, there's nobody to throw to which one of those three could, cause they obviously don't need that much attention on the defense. They got to go offense and the O line is pretty good. What, which, which area do you think would be the most important for you to improve at either through the draft or a free agent? If you well, right know. now, right now you, you're kind of stuck with Dak quarterback wise. And I think like the top three quarterbacks, I'm not in love with all of them necessarily. Um, so, and I don't think any of those three are going to be at the end of the first round. Yeah. I go be, if Bijan Robinson's there, you go grab him. If he's not there, get, get a great receiver. And I think you need a veteran. I think to go with CD lamb, I don't know who's out there, but I, I think mean, a that's, veteran. That's kind of my thought is that if you're going to have Dak for a couple of years, you get a, a running back that can really control the game. That's durable. Or you get another wide receiver that's a competent NFL starting wide receiver. I think it's going to make Dak look a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I mean, you, if you can get a Bijan Robinson, say he falls to you at twenty six, wherever they're picking, and then you can get some sort of veteran. And because they drafted this guy Jalen Tolbert in the third round, that they thought was going to be who who played didn't even play and wasn't even active. Like they missed the boat on hit on that. That wasn't a good pick. And, you know, so they, they, they need a running back. You know, if, if Pollard comes back on a decent deal, uh, I don't know what the leg broken and stuff, how he's going to be. Zeke is done. His guaranteed money's done. You release him or he may want to come back on a, with, you know, virtually no money, maybe mm-hmm. for some depth, but, and pick up some blitzes, but that's it. But go get a fresh, fresh legs, a veteran wide receiver to go with Gallup and, you know, I mean, get stop going on Noah Brown as your freaking. I mean, enough, enough. Well, we can dig more into that when we do a, a draft yeah. show in, a, in yeah. a month or two. So, all right, let's get the hell out of here. No, not out of the pod, but out of the <laughs> Is it Ottoman time, Axel? Well, I think it's time for some news. Oh no, 
Yeah, no, no. I, you got to kick that onside kick, I think. Oh, yeah, onside kick. Oh, and I just kicked my footstool. <laughs> um, yes, I have a footstool. <laughs> Um, a little behind the scenes there for everyone. <laughs> now you know I have a footstool. Uh, let's talk. Breaking news. Breaking, At least breaking it's news. not a stool um, sample, you know. I, I guess I guess <laughs> I can start it off. There's been some hirings and firings going on. We talked about Frank Reich um, being hired as the new Carolina Panthers head coach. And that means that, what was his name? George Wilkes. Wilkes, yep. Yeah. Steve Wilkes? Steve Wilkes, okay, was Steve, the interim yeah, head yeah. coach. And a lot of people thought that he had, and I mean, they were they did pretty well. They did better as the year went on uh, that he had earned that. But They did better than the Colts did. Yeah. <laughs> he just, I remember him at Arizona. He was so bad as Arizona that one year they had him. Uh, he, uh, he was worse than Todd Bowles. Yeah, I don't know that much, so I just wanted. I was just mentioning that. I don't. I don't really have an opinion on it, though. I just. It is going to be fun to see what forty-three-year-old quarterback Frank Reich brings in. Who do you think it's going to be? <laughs> uh, He's going to trade for Matt Ryan. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, he'll do something stupid like that, but I don't know. I mean, I always want to root for Frank Reich, but he doesn't have the greatest record as a head coach so far. Well, and I think he's got, wasn't him that when he got fired, didn't he have a starting, a different starting quarterback every year for Indianapolis? Yeah. Like five. Oh yeah. They went out. That's why Axel brought it up. They yeah. brought those, you know, they had luck one year. They brought in rivers. Yeah, they brought in Wentz. Yeah. They brought in Ryan. Well, and luck retired. I mean, when luck retired, he kind of got dealt a bad hand right away. Yeah. So it's that, that screwed. It that's just, really screwed. Bad luck. Bad, bad. And it is not funny. It's like he had that bad luck, luck and he brought, had, and supposedly he was good luck for that big comeback. But it's like, yes. to, it, like even he used all of his good luck in exactly. that one game. Exactly. Um, I don't, uh, I guess I don't know. Does anyone else have anything else to say about Frank Reich? Okay, I'll move on. Uh, the Jets hired Nathaniel <laughs> Hackett. The, oh no! Uh, disgraced uh, <laughs> Denver uh, Broncos. I'm going to bring Aaron Rodgers to the Denver Broncos. Oh, oh, Aaron Rodgers can't come. Uh, we're going to get Russell Wilson in his twelve bathrooms. So now, everything, every Jets universe, my phone is full of uh, podcasts. Is Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets? And nobody's talking about Hackett, even though you know the guy doesn't have a terrible record. Um, he has he he's he's done so he's done good uh, in the past. I can't remember what backup quarterback he coached to a good record. And uh, it, Blake look, Bortles, look, yes, Blake it was Bortles was, that he had a good season. Look, with look, look at Axel trying to sell himself on Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know. The, I'm just saying it does. It's you know that's know. not the thing that's bothering me. I, I because at this point, let's. I mean, my the way I feel about it is, I'll talk about how good I think he is after this first or second game. You know. Like, let's see what they do. You never know. Plus, right? he's not the head coach. He's exactly. coming in as an OC. And, and the Jets have a lot of those. weapons on offense. So he could be not great, and still they do well, uh, depending on the QB. But it's this Aaron Rodgers talk at this point, which I think is 
this is the same thing this guy does every year now. I guess is the third year in a row where he just needs to have endless attention. And he does that walk off with Cobb at the end of that game. You remember that when he like wouldn't answer that was questions? Bizarre. And he just hugging him, it arm was like around a him, made like for TV moment. You know what I, I mean? This made for is, TV movie. It was a lifetime. Uh, you yeah. know, my best friend is Seriously, retiring. Then they took ayahuasca in the uh, toilet. But you know what? <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets, if he really does, I will say, hell yeah, baby, let's do this. Aaron Rodgers, I, th- I think off the field, kind of a moron on the field, it's Aaron Rodgers. You can't deny. He's I'd, fucking great. I'd want him instead of Dak, I'll be honest. I, I would want him instead of Derek Carr, you know? So I th- I think, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's going to happen at all. Aaron Rodgers is probably going to stay. I think it's like 99% he'll stay in Green Bay, retire as a Packer, and just do this every year until he retires, but... I don't have much to say about, like you said, Solo, I don't get too, I'm not going to get too upset or bent out of shape, hack it, whoever it, whoever the fuck the offensive is. I mean, come on, you know, the team is more than just the coordinator and I, and he's, I don't think he's going to fuck everything up, Um, but. Can't get worse, right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of true. Well, they I mean, it can get worse. I, I would want so him if, if I'm going into the Revolutionary War. I want Nathaniel Hackett that's, by my side. You know, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Does anyone else have anything to say about what do you think? Am I right about this, guys? Or what do you? Well, think I'm just it? excited. If Rogers comes, that means he's coming to Minnesota in two years because that's what happens with Packers quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> getting a number twelve jersey ordered right now. Well, oh, I'm glad you said that. He cannot be number 12 if he comes to New York because there's no fucking Broadway Joe, Joe Namath. Yes. Is going to Joe say, Namath has. A, no, he already did say that. I read some quote today that he said he, he would let Rogers use it. Oh, no. Did he? Did is, it his, is, he is it his? Is it his decision? I, say it ain't so, Joe. Um, I think it is solo. I think it is actually. Oh. I think the team would let him decide. I mean, traditionally, don't teams allow the players to decide numbers? Situation, so I think that extends. Well, once they retire a number, I think because it happened with uh, Des Bryant. I think I I I wasn't sure if they. uh, I can't remember if they not if they retired Irvin's number or not, and Irvin was cool with him wearing eighty eight. But you, yeah, usually, yeah. There's something here from Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated from January twentieth. According to NFL legend Joe Namath, he's willing to relinquish number twelve if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Big Apple. Shit. Well, I, I was hoping he would be number seven because I like number seven. That's uh, I'll like, just throw number two. Throw number two. No, number two is duty, man. You should never be number two as a quarterback. Two is poop. Would you really want? Would you really want to have to give up what you're going to have to Matt give Ryan. up to get him? Because Matt the Ryan was Packers two. aren't just going to let him go for nothing. Uh, that's true. And with all the young guys you got, that young nucleus you got there. But how are they going to be able to trade him with his big cap number? Like, it's ridiculous. I think he can opt out. Oh, he can. I just can opt out. And sign a contract. If he does, though, he's got like $60 guaranteed next year. I don't think he's going to not. It's something crazy like that. I would be shocked if he would opt out of that money. 
They'll, that money stuff, they always. It seems well, to me that they true. always talk about that kind of stuff, but then teams figure it out. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like what the Rams did. They yeah. found a way to get all oh, those yeah. guys out. Yeah, that's true. They, teams figure it oh, out. Well, trading golf. Yeah, trading golf. How they got out of that somehow. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's about the what's on the football field. And if you ask me, he would be the best quarterback that the Jets had my entire life, even yeah. at this no, age. Yeah. So, no. you know, maybe sometime, uh, you know, even you, better than Chad Pennington. I was going to say, uh, that's who I was actually <laughs> going to say at his best Pennington. I, I, I think he I was a big fan of his too. Yeah, I love Pennington, but he is so fragile. Loved him at Marshall throwing to Randy Moss. Oh yep. yeah. He's so I'll fragile. tell you this right now, Axel, if Aaron Rodgers comes to the jets, I'm going to have to have a serious come to Jesus meeting. If I can actually cheer for the jets for next year. Yeah. So I, I mean, it'll be, it'll be kind of tough because he is kind of a dummy, but then again, we're owned by Woody Johnson. So I can't, you know, <laughs> he's a real big dummy. So I'm toy story really complain. Well, I just hope whoever he goes, he actually wants to play well instead of holding these dumb grudges against Lazard and other guys for dumb mm-hmm. stuff. Like, and screw Solo out of his fantasy minutes. <laughs> and like maybe going to I don't think it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have I, – I honestly, if you were if, – if, if I were to have to say who I think that the Jets are going to have as QB next season, I think it's going to be Carr. That's that's what I was gonna say too. I think it's gonna be Derek Carr. Yeah. Oh, and then Axel's gonna be singing, "Baby, you can drive my car. <laughs> Baby, I love you." You know, maybe he can find some uh, balloons. Beep, 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 yeah. Oh, that's all the news. Is there more news? That's it, I think. And just as I mentioned, Dan Quinn staying as Dallas's yes, DC. That's and the Vikings video. did hire fire their defensive coordinator, and they're interviewing guys. Yeah. But yeah. It's crazy. And Brian Dayball is the greatest coach yeah. ever. Okay. And Wink Martindale should have waited to interview. He should have interviewed before that last game because <laughs> <laughs> because you wink and they were down 28 nothing. And everybody who is considering Dan Quinn as their head coach, thank him for staying in Dallas because, trust me, you do not want him as your head coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he looks true. good. He interviews well. He's a coordinator. He's a, he's a DC, not a head coach. Yeah. Yep. I'm on a Cowboys text chain of my idiot friends. Like, fire McCarthy and put Dan Quinn as the head coach. And I'm like, oh, no. No, 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 no. The paucity of good head coaches <laughs> anyway. in the NFL. Coaching is a thing that the NFL needs to invest more in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Speaking right. of investment, Ando. Well. I suppose we should you talk about uh, how we did last week, huh? Yep. So, some were some were decent. Some were not so decent. <laughs> Aaron, the guy who doesn't show his face and just sends in picks yep. with no pressure to pick live, did the, had the best. Three <laughs> don't one. you feel like Don't you feel like a loser that a Hus just phones in his picks and he beats us? That's because he's not here to get the vibe of the room. How often does that? I mean, I know I do it sometimes. You change your picks when you're hearing everybody else talk. Mm. Mailing everything in is the easy way. I guess. Um, are we are we shitting on that guy that beat us down? Yep. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Wake up, a hey, hey, ando. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Axel and I both were two and two. Solo was one and three, and Brett 
took it on the chin and didn't get a game right. I'm sorry, Brad. Took it somewhere else. I think. <laughs> let's, let's just let's hey. just talk about oh, the elephant oh. in the room. Brad, are you good? Are you are you good at picking? <laughs> no, I'm surprised y'all haven't kicked me off the pod permanently by now. <laughs> well, according to Axel, say, you're like the golden god. He but, is, you know. <laughs> Well, in other things, I'm but. still ironing out the kinks of my algorithm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I didn't do much better, buddy. So the no, uh, overall so far versus the spread, uh, Aaron is leading at seven and three. Axel and I are both six and four. Solo is four and six, and Brett is three and seven overall. So Ooh. these are playoff records, right? Yep, the playoff yeah. records. And if if we want, I could run. Through, we could do the picks for this week first, or I can run down how our big overall bracket is doing because I have that. I have that figured out as to who can win that. Down everything, I can do that. Should we do that after? Yeah, the just picks? spit it out. Spit it out right okay. now. Yeah, it's who quick. cares? Okay, so solo and Brett are also out of that one. Unfortunately, they can't come back. They're too far behind. Axel and Aaron are both <laughs> nine and one. I'm eight and two. Solo seven and three, and Brett is six and four. And there's a couple different scenarios. If the Eagles beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, Aaron wins. If the Eagles beat the Bengals, Aaron wins. So basically, if the Eagles win, Aaron wins. If the Bengals beat the Eagles, Aaron wins. I need the Bengals and to beat the 49ers or the 49ers to beat the Bengals, and I will win. Axel. You need the Chiefs to win. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, you win. It doesn't matter who they play. Or if the 49ers beat the Chiefs, you win. So it's it's basically a three-way for for the uh for the overall the big bracket pool thing we did too. So yeah, that one's pretty close yet. So yeah. Well, we each put in five grand for that. So oh my damn. god. Really? I should tell my wife about that. Well, yeah, because he got knocked out because he had Bills over 49ers, and the Bills obviously cannot make the Super Bowl. And Brett had Bills over Cowboys, and those both of them. Which he was freaking nuts to. But pick, I have Chiefs but... over 49ers. Aaron has Bengals <laughs> over Eagles, and Andy, you have Bengals over 49ers. And so the thing is, if I had stayed with my original picks, I would have done better. <laughs> right. Well, you still can. If the Chiefs win, you're going to be. You'll you'll be there because you're the only one that picked the Chiefs to win. Okay. So true. But I mean, overall, my record would have been better. Uh, well, you've so far you've only got at least the regular not against the spread. You've only got one wrong pick, and yep. I think that was the Bucks and, yep. and the Cowboys. Game one, new baby. <laughs> okay, let's get to this week's picks with only two games to go. Mm-hmm. So since there's only two games, we're gonna do this like a snake draft. So we're going to go one direction one way, and then we're going to go reverse order the, the, on the way back. So it's fair for everybody. I like it. So the order in the first round will be Brett, Heath, Axel, myself, Aaron. And then on the way back, it'll be Aaron, myself, Axel, Heath, Brett. All right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So the first game up is the 49ers versus the Eagles. And I have some, I, ha- I do have some stats here that I can list off as to just so we can set the table for the game a little bit. It is the second overall meeting between these two teams in the playoffs. The first meeting took place in 1996, and the 49ers won 14 to nothing. That featured Solo, can you tell me who the starting quarterback for the 49ers was in that game? Jeff Garcia. Steve Young. No. Oh, Steve Young. 
Oh, he 96, not nine. He yeah. ran for one and threw for one to Jerry Rice in that game. He actually led the 49ers mm. in rushing that game. Um, Let's see what there was. Want something else there? I was going to say, I can't think of what else it was, so I'll skip it. So anyways, Brett, <laughs> the 49ers are, are not favored. The Eagles are favored by two and a half. Who's your pick? Well, probably the two best teams in the NFC. Uh, the 49ers have looked really strong. What are they, one and nine in a row? What's that? Uh, 12. 12 in a row. 12 in a row. I was way off. Um, but I think it was Andy that looked at their winning streak last week, and it was all against teams that were like around 500 or, or worse. And then mm-hmm. they really they really could have lost to the Cowboys. So of course I can I can twist things however I want and question how good are the 49ers? The Eagles playing at home, two and a half is a small number. I'm feeling like the Eagles should cover, but I'm gonna pull an IA this week. <laughs> so bad. I'm gonna do the Costanza opposite of my instinct. Yes. And I'm gonna pick the 49ers to cover. And if you get it wrong, you're gonna be MIA. IA. I can also say one more thing versus the spread this season. The Eagles are nine and nine. The 49ers are 13 and six. Mm. Mm. Good. Mr. Solo, um, two and a half. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wake up, Solo. Yeah. It's been a long day. It's been a long week already. Um, it's been a long I, You know, it's been a long <laughs> There you go. Just right. <laughs> oh, just, oh, Lily just popped up on my TV. Hi, Lily. AT&T. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, Ando, I forgot to tell you this last week. Our boy Harry from Against All Odds uh, yes. DM'd me and told me to tell you that he was <laughs> bummed that the Vikings didn't win and he really wanted Kirk Cousins yes. to, Harry's, to uh, get the victory. He was the Vikings. Yes. Oh, that was his team. Yeah. Yep. He yeah. was with the Vikings all yeah. year. Yeah. One of the so, few Harry. people I listened to that as a Vikings guy. So it was always for, yeah. for the so, Vikings this year. I well, totally I forgot to that. tell you about that. So <laughs> Harry was thinking of you. Um, tell him I appreciate it. I will. I will. Um, so, you know, after seeing the Cowboys do what they did against San Fran, I'm a, I feel like the Eagles can do the same thing. And I think Hertz won't make those mistakes. I, I'm worried about Purdy and Philly. I really am. I think the I think it's going to be too much for him. So I'm taking the Eagles minus two and a half. No, nothing about being the greatest team ever. Nothing. Man, Solo is biting it on this one, man. Reverse psychology. Reverse psychology. I-A-S-H. <laughs> Get it? Solo, Keith. Yeah, I got no. It was well played. <laughs> well played, Solo. Um. Well, my Super Bowl pick is the Kansas City Chiefs over the San Francisco 49ers. This was pre-Patrick Mahomes uh, fucking up his leg, his ankle, excuse me. Well, thank God we're not talking about the Chiefs game yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a high ankle sprain. High ankle. Yeah. Your high ankle is called your fucking leg. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So... um, 
These guys have a lot more muscles than we do, Axel. So <laughs> that's, you know, that's very they got big ankles. A evidently, lot more than I have a lot more. <laughs> um, but I, now, Solo, as Solo said, we're not talking about the Bengals at the Chiefs. What <laughs> <laughs> about the 49ers? That goddamn the Eagles look good. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm I'm not going to stick with my pick just because of it. I'm still going to evaluate this as the game is. The 49ers traveling to Philadelphia. First of all, isn't the NFC championship usually the late game and the AFC yes. the early? It's the early game this year. Yeah. I thought they really? alternate yeah. every year. Oh, they, I just, I guess I've, I, I've been. Okay, we may, should. IA? Somebody look it up. I don't know, but I don't. Or, I, I don't or if there's a West, it could be the like the West Coast East Coast thing. But it's not because it's at the Eagles and at the Chiefs. So. I think this is the premier game. Is what the, yeah. I think they put the premier game. I mean, yeah, it is weird that it's the early one. I um, think traditionally the NFC Championship is the later game, but I could have been. I could be wrong about that. I mean, I think it's Mahomes' popularity. I mean, yeah. Mahomes is on every other commercial on every single broadcast of everything. I mean, he's no. the guy right now. I'm. I'm pretty sure that's why they're the late game. Though, I could be wrong. Though no. the markets of San Francisco and Philadelphia are slightly bigger than Cincinnati and Kansas City. Yeah. Like a lot slightly bigger. But I, I think with the NFL, it, it's. Well, the, the Chiefs are in the AFC West. So the, I don't know, the, the West Coast is, I guess, used to watching them. Uh, it still could, I mean, I don't know. It could be like the westernmost team kind of thing. I I honestly thought that they alternate every other year, but I guess I need to look this up. Yeah, <laughs> we do that a lot. We <laughs> we don't have the facts, but well, we're hey, so we're damn good fun. at guessing. We can just okay. We are good at guessing. It yeah. Is, yeah. So was Axel. Yeah. I'm gonna. Well, listen. I'll get to the point here, folks. <laughs> um, my heart tells me San Francisco. But my brain tells me Philadelphia, and I'm going to go with my brain here. What does your penis say? My penis says, hello, Solo. (laughs) 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 Um, Seriously, I love the story of the 49ers. I think Brock Purdy, I think this is like, this is the last guy taken in the draft. This is amazing. And I, I, I mean, he's undefeated so far. The defense is great. They've got so many weapons, but so do the Eagles. And I just think the Eagles are an all-around better team. I I hate to do it. And they're at home. I got to go Eagles here. I hate to say it, but I'm going Eagles here. Well, A-dash. Oh, and O-dash. Yep, I'm up. I think... The Eagles still, they played, as some of our other podcast friends like to say, they played a Gonzaga schedule all year. They haven't (laughs) played anybody. The 49ers have. The 49ers have just as many, if not more, weapons than the Eagles do. And the Eagles have not played a defense. Like the the last last time they played a good defense, they barely, I mean, they struggled with the Cowboys. You're inspiring me, Ando. The the Niners are going to take this game, and we're going to, in the two weeks in between now and the Super Bowl, we are going to be sick of hearing about the Cinderella story, Brock Purdy, because it's going to be Brock Purdy nonstop for two weeks after they march all the way into Philly. And Nick Sirianni, instead of chewing out fans from other teams, is going to be chewing out Eagles fans on their way out the door. 49ers win. Hope they hit them 
in the head with a Philly steak. Yeah, they're going to be Philly's going to come out of this. That's Philly's the- going to come out of this game bruised and battered. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now, to that's I will bruise and batter like the hell I feel. Clothes don't fit me no more. <laughs> if the Eagles lose this game, they are definitely lighting parts of that stadium on fire. This is full oh, people. Okay. Parts of the city. No question. Riots. Uh-huh. Um, but a hustle who formerly lived in Philadelphia and who is the number one defender of Philadelphia is going to pick <laughs> the Eagles here. Shocking. So we got Keith, <laughs> Axel, and Aaron pick the Eagles. Brett and Andy with the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. I'm with you okay. in my heart, guys. <laughs> the next game we have is the game of the week, obviously. Well, they're both great games. So I, I think we can all agree it's the four best teams that are playing this weekend, right? Yeah, You know, you know I'm glad you said that, Andy, because I wanted to say for the I'm crazy season that the NFL has been, this is kind of predictable for teams at the end, isn't it? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I think it's, it's no no doubt. I think the Bills have proven they're not quite on that level this year. Yeah, that's the only team, other team I would maybe put in here. I don't know what you guys think about. I that, mean, aside from the- like the Cowboys and the Colts, I would say yes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I think. I think <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I forgot those two, Fred. I think the Cowboys and and the Bills are on that next level, and they just didn't have enough to get there. You know, you're right, though. The four teams, these are the four teams. I mean, the Bills were the premier team at the beginning of the year. Cowboys kind of looked like it, but Bengals came up. Niners are the Niners. They're just, and then the Eagles with the Gonzaga schedule, and then you got Mahomie. (laughs) So for the rest of this game, it's also the only the second playoff meeting between the Bengals and the Chiefs. Last year, the overtime thriller was the first time they met in the playoffs. Wow. Last three meetings have all been won by the Bengals and all won by three points. Yeah. But in each of those games, the Chiefs led by 18 in one game, 14 in the other, seven in the other. And the Chiefs led after the third quarter in all three of those games. Wow. wow. For cool. the sexually aroused commander. Kansas uh Patrick Mahomes against defenses coordinated by Lou Anaramo, or however you say his name. In the first half, KC is plus 18 points scored. Pat Mahomes has six TDs and no picks. In the second half, Cincinnati is plus 29. Zero touchdowns for Mahomes, two picks. Um, and now I lost my notes again. <laughs> what, what, what are Chad Henney's numbers uh, against? The- I think there's zero for zero for zero yards. <laughs> I have to double check on that one. Um, against the spread this year, I already mentioned it. The Chiefs are six eleven and one. The Bengals are thirteen and five. So, Axel, you need to tell us who Aaron is taking, where the Chiefs are favored by one. Well, I mean, it's so close. Aaron's sticking with his with his pick, um, so he's going to go in with the Cincinnati Bengals facing the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. That's his pick. Well, I am going to – where am I going to go here? Well, the Chiefs – I don't know. Four t- I, I think I know where I'm going. The Chiefs are 14-3, and three, lost to the ba- the Bills, the Bengals, and the team that should have been in the Super Bowl, the Colts. Cowboys? Oh, Colts. The Bengals, <laughs> the Bengals 12-4, and four, they lost at Dallas and three teams in their division. 
which are notoriously tough. I think the Bengals are hot, and I think Arrowhead after this week will officially be renamed Burrowhead after Joe Burrow oh, and the Bengals oh. win their fourth game in a row versus the Chiefs. Burrow. Burrow's getting head on Sunday. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry. So I take the Bengals. Axel. <laughs> you know what? Um, again, my heart, I love the Bengals. I love Joe Cool, but there's just some, you know, it go, maybe it goes back to the first Kansas City Super Bowl. I had such a fun day. Lachlan was a little, was like a littler kid. Oh, and Super Bowl four against the Vikings? Mahomes. Um, oh. Mahomes. And, Let's not uh, talk about Super Bowl four. Yeah. Oh God, those memories. I was minus <laughs> Hank Stram. seven. Oh, in Super Bowl one as well. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, Packers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, for some reason, I always get Len <laughs> Dawson and Frank Gifford mixed up, and I was going to say, like, well, Kathy Lee love that. Super Bowl. Kathy Lee loved that <laughs> Super Bowl. She was four. Except Len Dawson was always just ca- kind of more curmudgeon. Inside the NFL was yeah. Nick Bonacani and yeah. Len Dawson back in the day. He was kind of, I don't know why he struck me as a curmudgeon. He does have a smile in my mind now. All right, back to the game. <laughs> I love Holmes. I just do. I love the way he plays. I think the dude is fun. Um, I just love to watch him play and i have i have always at this time of year for the last five years have cheered for the chiefs to make and win the super bowl but not this year folks joe cool you can erase that and oh i see it in the notes baby. <laughs> I, I was baiting you to see yep. if i can nope. make sure you pick the Bengals. i am picking the Bengals. i am you you did it i'm picking the Bengals. i just think they're <laughs> they're on a roll even if it is only one game um, I think that I, I just don't think Mahomes can make it through this game. And if they keep on talking about this injury inhibiting his lateral movement, that's his game. So I just, I, you know, I mean, they do have a good running game with Pacheco. Um, but I just think the Bengals are all around just rolling. Do they, do they really have a good running game though? Isn't it Pacheco is good because Mahomes and everybody else opens that damn field up so much for him. Well, that you're right. That makes it. You're right. Without that, that will affect that as well, Andy. Mahomes affects all aspects of the offense. Uh, even I guess though it still Travis could be Kelsey good. Will probably catch 14 <laughs> passes and be traded back to Aaron by the end of the game. <laughs> Solo. Solo. Yep. All right. So this is my thing. Oh, all right. What's your greatest thing? line? Greatest line by Mahomes. I crack up every week. Who was that guy <laughs> in the <laughs> State Farm commercial with the bath bomb? I just love that. <laughs> I love his delivery. It's hilarious. You know, Solo, We're while you bring that up, this. Luke walks oh around God. all day long now and just says, I'm a bath bomb guy. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Great minds think alike. <laughs> um, That's so funny. I just love that. He's like, who is that? It just cracks me up. It's <laughs> weird. But anyway, I do like Mahomes. As where in the NBA, I know everyone loves Steph Curry, and I, I just can't stand him with his the way he chooses mouthpiece. Like, 
freaking Coy Detmer did at Colorado. There was one game where Coy Detmer had his mouthpiece all weird and he, the camera was on him. He just looked like a fool. I just think it's stupid. Anyway, I'm old. Um, <laughs> I think it's the best. Imagine if the Bengals win, they go, the Bengals going back to back Super Bowls. That's just crazy. Could the Bengals be the new 90s Bills? Well, they'll make it four in a row and lose all four. Well, I think they're going to start it because I think they're going to beat the Mahomes. And uh, yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. And I'd like to, you know, I, I'd like to see Bengals Eagles would be a fun Super Bowl. I don't want to see Chiefs Niners again. I just don't. But. You know, it could happen, right? 50-50 shot or 25% shot or whatever it is. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. Uh, I don't have much to say other than Joe Burrow's the man, Jamar Chase. Mm. You know, it, it was just, what, less than two years ago they were saying, Jamar Chase can't catch a ball in, in practice in preseason. And, oh, my God. And he's become one of the better receivers. But Burrow is cool. Burrow is great. And I wish Joe Burrow was the Cowboys quarterback. That'd be so fun. I think but, all four of us wish Joe Burrow was the quarterback. For <laughs> oh, my God. Teams. If Burrow was a Cowboys quarterback, it'd be so nice to be so confident going into games like it was in the 90s, as I bring it up when I was in high school and college, Axel, when you just your team goes in and you know we're going to win this game. Not, if you had okay, how do I prepare Verde myself? As your QB? Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> Uh, we did for that- one year. The Cowboys had under Parcells. We had Tester Verde, and we were beating the Steelers, running out the clock. And Tester Verde goes to hand off, and he fumbles, oh, and the Steelers God. recover, he and we lose the game the Jets, because though. of that. He did. He did good. For- no, he had a couple good years. Yeah, mm-hmm. AFC Championship against Denver under Parcells. So, you but anyway, Bengals. I did. I'm going with. I'm rooting for the Who Dats or Who Days, whatever they are. I'm Who rooting day. for the Bengals. Who Day? I, Who I, day? Yeah, I'm going. I want Cincinnati to win the Super. Well, Dallas wants Joe, Joe Burrow as their quarterback. They may want to consider using a first-round draft pick on a quarterback at some point. Right. <laughs> but um, so uh, the Bengals were fortunate to get by the Ravens in the first round of the playoffs. And then uh, they just they put together an amazing game against the Bills. So which Bengals team is going to show up here? I think Patrick Mahomes is going to give it a go. But I think he's not going to be able to make it beyond the second quarter. I, I see Chad Henney coming in and leading the Chiefs to victory oh over Natty Bengals. IA goes with the Kansas Brett, you are thrilling. <laughs> to advance and for I'm confused as hell. What just happened? <laughs> Whatever the Super Bowl was two years ago or three years, whatever it was, a rematch of that Super Bowl with the 49ers and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Pre pandemic. You know, however many Super picks you get wrong, Brett, you'll never be thrown off because you bring the drama. Yes, he does. He totally brings it. <laughs> well, you're like TNT. You know drama. Yes. I mean, I know Johnny no drama. drama. But you count. have the beef, Brett. <laughs> well, I try. Is it? <laughs> See, he's like Arby's. <laughs> Um, so that's it folks this is it brett thinks the super bowl is going to be the 49ers versus the chiefs heath thinks it's going to be the eagles versus the Bengals. as does axel as does aaron 
and Andy thinks it's going to be the 49ers versus the Bengals. I thought you were going to throw it. Andy still thinks it's going to be Vikings. <laughs> I like Jags. Brett, Brett's pick is my original pick. Chiefs 49ers, which is what I kind of I like that game. I think this year I really like that game, but Eagles Bengals would be a fantastic game. Any way you slice it, I think any Super Bowl. We're in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get a great game. Mm -hmm. How about Eagles Chiefs? I didn't even think of that. That's oh Andy Reid against his old team. Yep. That storyline. Think of some storylines. There's you know, that's a big storyline. Um if you have 49ers, Bengals, of course, well, third time. The, yeah, the third time. That's a, that's a loan right there. That would be awesome. And uh, I do want to give a shout out to Janet uh, on our Facebook page. I put out Janet. a um, I put out a little post if it'll fucking load here. Thank you, Facebook. Uh, and said um, both Janet and Ian replied. I put it up kind of late this not, this evening. But Janet says Bengals and Eagles, and Ian says Bengals versus Niners. So they both had the Bengals too, but they split on the NFC there. So it's going to be a great game of football. Ethan. Yes. All right. Hey, anybody have anything else to say? Okay. I guess not. Oh. Bye, everybody. Podcast over. <laughs> welcome to east new york everybody seriously i'm looking forward to next week (laughs) we should review the the games all two of them and then i think (laughs) that we should talk about our um season that should be end of the season yes like mvp coach and then i I think the oh, Super Bowl week, like then we do the Super Bowl picks and do yes. all the prop bets and all that stuff exactly. the week of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Prop bets uh, and the yeah. Super Bowl. And then we talk about Melrose Place yep. at the end of each. Actually, yeah. do have a I'm going to come up with um, my list of prop bets like I did last year. Yes. I'm going to do it again. That's kind of what, you know, I think I volunteered you for that the week you were gone, Brett. So I don't know if you listened to it when we recorded, but yes, yeah, so that's what I was hoping you would do. That's awesome. I'll bring yeah. my guarantee winner. Nice. Prop bet. Yeah, the, the, this is my, this is also a guarantee. I, I just want to talk about this because we did play a little game last weekend and not as much this weekend with first touchdown. And I think that out of all of the games, there were 10 games. And I think that eight of them it was the tight end that had the first touchdown. <laughs> so, so pick the tight end if you're ever going to bet first touchdown. Tight end or running back seems right. Well, it's usually well, mostly tight end. Tight end yeah. I think it. I think uh, yeah. honestly, I think out of those ten games, right, six last week, four. No, you're, you're right, but but odds wise, they always have the running back as the they best do. odds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right uh, now, on first touchdown for the Bengals game, the 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 best, the highest odds or the best uh, lowest odds are Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Figures mm. followed by Mixon and Jamar Chase. I took I took George Kittle. He was I think eight or nine to one uh, against the Cowboys, and they kind of threw it to him on the third down, but it didn't quite get there. But um, Dalton Schultz, yep, got the first touchdown. Yep, who sure knew? Did. And I I am going I'm going to at least put five dineros on Hayden Hurst. That's his name, right? Hayden. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to put five Pacinos and. 
Oh, hey, speaking of Pacino, two quick uh, TV recommendations since we're at the end of the podcast. Watch the first episode of Poker Face on Peacock tonight. Yeah, I want to watch that later. Ryan Johnson, Natasha Leone, fantastic. Throwback to like Columbo, all that type of shit, like kind of 70s. What is Natasha Leone known for? I, I know I've seen her. She's Russian just doll, a ton of movies. Oh, yeah, she's been in things forever. American Pie, way back in the day. All kinds. Oh, that's tons of indies. She was an American Pie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, Russian Doll. So I haven't seen that. Things. Um, yeah. Also, she's, she's like cool. a New York fixture. You know, she kind of has that reputation as being a part of like New York's illiterate. Another oh, okay. another one that I told Solo about the offer on Paramount Plus. Great show about the, the Godfather, of the Godfather thing. Yeah, very yeah. fun, fun show. Like it a lot. Well, since we're doing this real quick, I, I've been you know through my years, I've watched episodes of Big Bang Theory. You know, tons of it. I decided to watch it from the beginning. And two observations: one, it's a really good show. Uh, two, man. Uh, Shel- Sheldon is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched an episode of that show. It's a good, sh- it's a good show. It really is. I enjoy it. Um, you know, I love Kaylee Kuko, so she can do no wrong in, in, in my home. She can do a lot. Um, of well, she's very, I easy checked to look out. At. There's yes. no doubt about yeah, that. Very easy. I checked out uh, a couple Fox news shows, the oh. accused and alert. Oh, alert. Is the accused that one like with Michael Chiklis in the ads? They have a different cast every episode. Yeah, it's a different case and stuff. That was very good. That pilot was very good. It had a, a twist well, I didn't ex- that I called the second episode, and it was not good at all. Well, that second one just doesn't look good to me. <laughs> it was really bad. I'll be honest. Now, alert, <laughs> alert. I love Scott Con, but it's a rough show. Um, they have this one lady who does like voodoo and stuff and she's rubbing eggs on two parents, like for good juju. Like she brings out these eggs and it's like these two parents, they have these, their kid missing and she's rubbing eggs on them. And you know, it's just, it was really weird. And it, there was one action sequence. It looked like a student film uh, with the way it was edited. It was pretty rough. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Always, always, always. Okay. Yeah. Egg rubbing. It, 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 yeah. It's a rough show. All right, guys. Uh, I think we've reached the end of the podcast. Uh, unless Brett, do you have any uh, any suggestions on um, like brunch places or yeah. anything like that? What just one quick show recommendation? Yeah. A little show called The Mayor of Kingstown on yeah, uh, Damn right, baby. Good I believe there is a podcast on this network yeah. that covers that show. That's a great show. There is. We should tell everyone. Head on over. DVR podcast. Look up Mayor of Kingstown. We're the only one in the whole world. That was a lot of fun. Solo. We were, I kind of yeah, was, was expecting nice. like Brett or Andy to start talking during the show, but he, they never talked. I don't know, <laughs> well, I was constantly interrupting Andy, but he wasn't there. I know, <laughs> and you know, uh, you know, uh, actually, you need to say you're the number one Mayor of Kingstown podcast in the world. Don't just say you're the only one. Say you're the number one because you're one, the only one. That I'm means you're number one. Oh That's true. God. Number one in the world and Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> Were we, Axel, on the another podcast uh, show we covered, the Mine Hunter Netflix show? Were we the only Mine Hunter pod no, as well, or was there like other? three oh, okay. other ones? But we are the the we were the first, I think, though. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was an, actually, we were the first, and then another show finished before we finished. Oh, yeah. It took, took a while. Break. <laughs> yeah. We took like a year break or something. So they, Yeah, because I was shooting the movie, I think. Yeah. So we waited till after. It was like, yeah. I think Post Show Recaps has a Mindhunter show, too, or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff. All right, guys. Fantastic show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for downloading. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Solo. Thank you to all of our families and significant others for putting up with our football addiction. We've only got three <laughs> weeks left, but only two Actually, weeks. Actually, you need to clip, clip that little sentence out and send that to my wife, please. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, I'll let you do that in a, with, a, with some roses, Mando. Yeah, Okay, there we go. Um, not made of Lego. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway thank you everyone dvr podcast patreon.com slash dvr star city murders solo take us out be good enjoy the games be safe drink responsibly and welcome to east new york baby sorry kellum peace west new york